paper or plastic. More like closed or open casket. Jamie, mm-hmm. let's go watch Intruder. Spooky boys, you think we should do this? Sometimes that is better. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. How do we know she is alive? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Jamie Lorello. With me is a DP McCabridge. Mm-hmm. And here we are. We come together on a every other week basis to talk about a movie. Talk extensively sometimes about <laughs> the movie or sometimes about other things. Sometimes other than the we movie. talk extensively before we start recording about the movie. Which, yeah, yeah. But the main the main idea is we talk about a movie from the 1980s. Yes. Um, and this is happens to be a month if you're joining us uh, punctually, the month of October, which is a month of scary season for us, right? You're saying like if somebody catches this episode in May and they're like, what are these idiots doing talking about a scary movie at this time of year? Right. Some people might get upset by that. Yeah. Check the date. Check the date. Before you hit play on the episodes, check the date. Right. So you know what to expect mm-hmm. because in this time of the, this season, this time of the year, we embrace what is known as like the horror, horror genre. Exactly. Yeah. If you looked at the title and went intruder, that sounds like a fun romp. Right. <laughs> you might be disappointed. Although if you, yeah, the, well, the name uh, of this uh, movie, the yeah, name of this movie mind. confuses me for what this movie is, but I because is he an intruder? Especially not when it's the big reveal I that he's not. I would Craig's an intruder. And if we're trying to, you know, set up a, it's not a good name of the movie. No. Never mind. I was about to justify it. <laughs> I um, could see where I thought about that. I'm like, this probably could have been called Night Shift or what was the The grocery store name itself was forgettable, too, that they worked at. It was like. Uh, Let's Willow's just call Grove it Kroger's. Grocery. I don't know. No, it's, I, well, that's the thing. Yeah. It sounded like the name of the town they lived in. It wasn't like a chain grocery store or something. Well, that's why it's going um, under, Jamie. They don't. They don't oh, have right. the backing of a larger chain. I mean, this is this isn't even like a Piggly Wiggly. This is just right. nothing. It's your <laughs> local grocery store, basically run by two dudes. Yeah. That I guess just bought a building and turned it into a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is really an indictment on, um, you know. Big conglomerates and capitalism. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think that's, that's the, the way to look at this. What chance does a small businessman have in well, today slash nineteen eighty nine society trying to run their own grocery store? Well, I will say it's a very big grocery store. It's not like a small little mom and pops bodega, that's for sure. No, th- so, yeah, this is yeah. not a corner store or or no. something like that. I mean, this is a this is a full fledged grocery mm-hmm. store. Yeah, folks, if you're listening to this, one, one thing I have to say before we get started, we're 19 minutes into this. If you're not a patron, you're maybe two minutes in because I cut out a lot of the nonsense in the beginning where we couldn't remember the name of this. I guarantee you I cut that out. So maybe that's a reason you want to go to patreon.com slash movies. Okay. Also, we're found on Twitter, Instagram. We're on YouTube. 
find us, follow us on all those places. This is something I've been trying to say recently at the start of our episodes, but a lot of times we really get into the movie very quickly and I kind of forget about this. <laughs> well, there you have it. You did it. Good for you. So, yeah, the movie is Intruder from yep. 1989, which I will say this this movie, and I know you're not, you're not really into horror, so you might not know what horror movies are. I mean, I'm sure you know, like, Nightmare on Elm Street is famous, stuff sure. like that. This has a pretty well-regarded standing in goofy, like, teen slashers of the 80s. I could see it. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with, I, I think we would be remiss if we don't talk about the insane camera angles and oh. weird camera placement that he yes. has, like, wall to wall in this movie. When the camera's in the phone that she's dialing, oh. <laughs> I was like, this is, you've gone a little overboard. Yeah, the point. rotary phone cam was a little much. Yeah. <laughs> right. The bottle of gin cam. That yeah, was you kind of fun. Put it in a, gro- in a shopping cart. That's great. Also, some great things when the two cashiers are talking and she's like, tell me about Craig and what his issue is. And she goes, well, he just got out of prison. And the camera like pans to suddenly there are bars that go in front of her face, which is really funny. And another time they're talking about him again. And she's like, yeah, he became a little weird and obsessive. And the camera again just pans over and he's just standing. Oh, and he's just lurking behind her. When she's like in that little downstairs bullpen office area and he's just right there. It is so awesome. Just some of this weird camera stuff. And also the kills in this movie, while they kind of start slow. They do start a little. Yeah, There's some really like that bone saw. The the length of the cut. So they don't go. What is it? Vertical. They go horizontal on the face cut, which is an interesting one to take. Yes. And it's like. Yeah. Right above his teeth? It's super <laughs> gross. And then the other guy gets smashed in that incinerator guy, and we smushed. see a good smash. I yeah. thought he was going to make it for a minute. I thought he, clearly the stoner guy is going to be okay. I would have loved for that but... guy to make it. Tam, hey, Tam. <laughs> You're just being funny now, Tam. That guy's great. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He was a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah some movie. of the kills in yeah. here are great. And it's yeah. just for as typical, quote unquote, as this is, I don't think I've ever seen another horror movie that takes place in a grocery store. No, no, I know. It was interesting. It was like, uh, so Barrett read, and, and you'll have to fill in some sure, of these facts no, for me. Yeah. So it's the Raimi brothers that, yes. R- Remy, Raimi, am I saying it right? Yeah, Raimi. <laughs> They did. They are from the the Evil Dead, right? They directed the Evil Dead. Yeah, Sam Raimi directed it, and his brother like put on costumes and was like monsters and stuff like that. Now the dude that directed this is their childhood best friend. Yeah, their high school best friend. They went to high school, and Bruce Campbell went to high school with them too. What a group! All up in Michigan, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see this being like a. Um, all right, we made this, now you make that, and then we're having... And it was just a fun, just a fun, like, project for them. Yeah, it sounds, and, and it sounds like Barrett did a lot of the same research I did, or, or maybe uh-huh. he knew this. I don't know if he knew any of this beforehand, um, but the director's uh, Scott Spiegel, uh-huh. and it's just, like, just reading about him... 
like at one point, like Quentin Tarantino just like slept on his couch for a very, very long time. And he produced like every Quentin Tarantino movie. Like this guy has his hands in all sorts of stuff now. Hmm. And he's, you know, and he plays bit parts in like Spider-Man and things like that because Mm -hmm. of Sam Raimi, because he's still really close to these guys. Hmm. Um, And he directed like from Dust Till Dawn 2 and Hostel Part 3, like direct-to-video parts of franchises that are really big. But, yeah, I, th- I think he's in just really good standing with these guys, and, and they all kind of came up together. So I wondered if when they did, they had some time that they worked in a grocery store together. And I, that's what made them think, like, oh, yeah. what if, you know, because I could see, because have you, you've worked in a grocery store, yeah? No? No. No, that wasn't one of your I don't many know where jobs. That came from. I was like, oh no, where I would think I was thinking from? of. I think I think sometimes Peddler's Village, though it's not oh, a grocery store. A, no, it's it's it, not a grocery yeah, store. No, it no, is and not. I did. I had a lot of jobs in high school and college and stuff like that, but never, never a grocery store. This movie makes me kind of want it to does, work in a right? grocery store. You're like, how's that? I for a little bit I worked in Trader Joe's. Okay, which, uh, that kind I, of counts as a grocery yeah, store. Yeah, it most does. Hippieish, hippieish. Right, um, but there is there's a night shift. Like you, I felt. Now, what I will say is, so besides that, my my own personal experience as a grocery store employee, sure. my dad was a butcher. Yeah. So some of the butchering, the tools, and even going back into the cold fridge where the meat just hangs, the meat usually isn't from what I remember, bloody and drippy no. when it hangs like no, it is in this movie. But They're both like, oh, of we'll just things... mop this up later. I yeah, guess. <laughs> it's fine. What's everything it's fresh sold, meat, I guess. So you want to see it dripping with the blood. So I could see where if you had that kind of mind, which I didn't when I was a kid, but sure. if you had that kind of a mind, like you could look at the, the tools, I guess you'd say, that a butcher uses and think, oh, man, there could be some real real thrilling kills happening here and that's and the then, thing yeah. i'm kind of surprised about is we've never seen this before right right like i don't know any sort of i don't know we've seen stuff in warehouses and and you've you know i've seen um horror movies that take place in giant apartment buildings and right. even like restaurants and stuff like that and you can i'm just surprised this hasn't happened before with all the different now, some of the methods of execution in here, that that thing that like that giant that press compressor that thing mushes yeah. that guy's head. What is that? I feel like that's what they use some like for the big boxes and the trash. Again, I was not involved in this. I was compactor. The, yes, yeah, yes. Makes sense. OK, mm-hmm. I was right. not involved in that. I was like the Trader Joe's cashier more. And oh, we did okay. some stocking of the shelves, which. Is a thing, it's, right? Listen, there's a lot of it's an honest we, living. We get, I'm we get a lot of say conservatively, being... 15 minutes of this movie is just people working at a grocery store. Yeah, yeah just getting to see how they do, and uh, which yeah. I kind of liked. And I would kind of listen if I had my choice of when to work at a grocery store. Man, I want that night shift, baby. Well, that's I don't want to interact with say. these customers. Like the night shift was really fun, yeah, because it is. You're just stocking shit. You're having fun. You're stocking shit. If you like the night crew that you work with, yep, it's a really fun way to spend your evening. This uh, crew uh, seemed like a tight knit crew when they're having their break time and they're all just sitting around eating. I and like laughing that they together. all get breaks at the same time, but <laughs> I guess it's the night. <laughs> it's the night shift. <laughs> so who cares? Who cares? <laughs> but also, why are the cashiers still there, ladies? Yeah, 
You're done. Well, did you see her scrubbing that that register when she was? She's got to clean up her register, and she's got she's got like a bucket oh, of bleach. It's a and giant she's bucket. It down. She's just yeah. dumping bleach in there, and I'm like, this is you're <laughs> really of, into this job. What kind of mess did you make at your cashier <laughs> station? Jesus Christ. What kind of mess? You saw blood gushing out of her nose. Well, she had to turn her shirt true. inside out she at one did point. Have a, it was so gross. Oh, man. She did have a pretty serious nosebleed there for a minute. When yeah. she goes in the bathroom <laughs> and it has run down her face, chin, On down her shirt, neck. yeah. It's down her neck. I'm like, what? What's wrong with you? And, also, and it does take her a while to clean it. Like, she's oh, cleaning all these other things in the sink. It's a process. And she has to remove her shirt. <laughs> she wipes it, and it appears to be dried to her face it's been so long <laughs> and it doesn't even come up she's not like oh my god i haven't gotten nosebleeds since i was a child or something right it's kind of not commented on but at one point she's her nose is bleeding into the bucket she's using oh, to scrub yeah, things yeah. and one of the guys talks to her like what's wrong she's like my nose is bleeding now <laughs> i don't know what's happening it's awesome but we should get into we should this. get into it yeah um uh so we talked about it at the top. Uh, the main character, uh, her name is Jennifer. She's played by Elizabeth Cox. Uh-huh. This is her last feature film. She was done after this. She was, she's like, I think I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, she was in just like a handful of 80s movies. Some, I have a feeling, not to spoil, we might get to at some point. Ooh. But I found it interesting that her first role was an uncredited high school student in 16 Candles. So oh, she's been so around. That's where she's we been, saw. Yeah, she's been lurking okay. in the background. Um, her partner in, I don't know, register crimes. They don't steal money. Uh, is Renee Estevez, who we've seen before in Sleepaway right. Camp 2. Right. And uh, Bill Roberts, who's the uh, mustachioed co-owner of this, uh-huh. uh, he is he's played by Dan Hicks, who was the overall clad hillbilly guy in Evil Dead 2. And I feel kind of bad. Right around the time that we recorded our Evil Dead 2 episode, he died of cancer. Oh, and we didn't mention it. Yeah, it's episode. like I didn't do any research on the guy. Aww. And I think he died like a month before that episode came out. So Would have been a nice dedicated to. Yeah, so R.I.P. Um, Dan Hicks. And yeah. everyone else, I mean, we talked about the Raimis, of course, but everybody else in this episode like kind of kicked around for a while one of the dudes in the grocery store still acts, but just has little bit parts and stuff. Okay. Also, if I could retroactively give the uh, creators of this a bit of advice, can you please not put three of the characters in blue flannel shirts? Because I don't know who is who. Yeah, there was those three that I would get confused with, too. Like, the one is the one making out with her at one well, point. Well, one's like, a Raimi. So, okay, yeah. fine. You yeah. look like a Raimi. I can differentiate, except for you and your brother. You're basically the same person. But right. the other two guys, one is the guy who I think his job is to be in charge of beer. It could be. I think that's could his be. entire... Yeah. He's in the... He's in the cooler with the beer. Mm-hmm. He's stocking shelves, beer on the shelves. Yeah, he's the beer guy. He's the guy who just decides to drink beer while he's at work. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy who asks her out on the date. And right. they have the same hairstyle. Yeah, it's confusing. They're basically the same height and they're wearing the same shirt. Mm-hmm. That's a huge mm-hmm. problem I have. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like they just had dudes and two girls. 
Yes. Let's put some sort. And, and I, I, I know it's the 80s, but we've seen it in movies where people have put in some sort of racial diversity. And I don't yeah. think it would be that difficult to do that with one to maybe two of these characters. But it's not happening here. No. It's not happening here. No. I mean, the good thing is, is that we don't really get to know most of these characters and they are dispatched in short order in this movie. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. This movie yeah. is like a 20 minute lead up. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes of characters getting murder and then a 20 minute kind of like ending chase. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good... like it's structured in a way where this thing will fly by if you right. watch it. It does. It does. It does fly by. Yeah. Um, we're um, like you said, a an oddly named grocery store. That's where all of this takes place. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of the end of the day. Like on the PA, you hear somebody say like, oh, grocery store shutting down in 10 minutes to make your final purchases. Get your last items. Right. Right. And this is where we kind of get a sense of where we are, what we are, who these characters are a little bit. Well, we just meet the girls at first, right? Right. We don't see the 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 others come to the rescue. Let's see. Um, we get a little tease that I thought we were going to get a deadly cart run from the start because she goes out <laughs> to do a cart run and the music and the... When a... she goes to do a cart run and <laughs> it's about three carts that are about five feet from the door. Yeah. I was nervous. I was like, is this where we're going to yeah. start out fresh with, with a cart run kill? But well, we because, don't. I mean, we, we do see a creepy figure in leather yes. standing mm-hmm. off to the side, not sure who that is, who pushes right. a cart at her. Right. But then right. she's just like, oh, great. So I guess somebody's giving me a handout here. I'll, I'll gladly just I'll put take this it in, in. The pile. Yeah. But before this happens, did you notice this cranky old man uh, that they're... Like oh, their last customer of the day, yeah. who's like doing elderly improv. I <laughs> this guy. The two of them are talking about cute boys or something, and he's like, um, "I can. I'm not sure that you're aware, but I can hear everything you're saying. Um, I, I'm here too." And then he, like, his groceries fall, and she helps oh, him with yeah. him, and he's just muttering. He's like, "Do I not get a senior discount? Is there nothing? Is there nothing here?" And then he walks away, and he sees two people making out. And he's like, "Out of my way, lovebirds! I gotta go." And I'm like. <laughs> None of this was written down. I don't think this guy was supposed to say a word, and he's doing all of this himself. He's, he's just—he's trying to own his moment. Yeah, I did yeah. notice him. Yeah, I did. I yeah. thought maybe he was going to get killed in the cart runner or run into the killer in the parking lot. But nay, we don't start the kills that early. Oh no, so no don't no, look no, for no, it here. We, we take a little while to <laughs> yeah, build we take a, up. Well, we but we. we I think it's build. important. Yeah, we build. We we establish some things yes. like um, there the shady guy that was in the parking lot. Right. comes stumbling in and i wrote down an ex-pen pal because but they're they because they, he think he says something about writing a letter but we find out later that he's written the letter to her from jail Exa- but when he <laughs> says my hand is so cramped from writing you letter after letter after letter and i didn't know he was in jail at this time and i'm like dude yeah. there's a phone like what what is wrong why well, that's are you what writing like, are your ex-girlfriend letters what's happening lots of letters <laughs> And she's, I love, I do love how her character is very firm. It's not, she's not wishy-washy. She's no. like, oh, but I really wish I'd take him back or we had some good times. Like, it's not that. She's very much like, no, no, you have to leave. I don't know what you're doing here. How many times have to leave? Leave. And I think it's important to point out that they went out for two months a year ago. Yeah, it's been a while because he's been in jail. We find out later. He's been, that's why it's been a while. Two months of seeing someone. Uh, listen, I, 
listen, I know he's not meeting a lot of people in prison. I get it. But come on. It was two months. You're out of jail now. Play the field a little bit, dude. Like, you're a pretty good-looking guy who dresses in leather. (laughs) You're a good-looking guy who dresses in leather. There's things out there for you, my man. Well, I think it's clear that he's a little unhinged. And right. it's we see right away, and that's probably why they only dated for two months because she found out pretty quickly that he was a, a, a bit abusive, right? He that's exactly how he comes off. It's revealed later. I think we can talk about what what she discusses later. So they went to, I think she says a concert. Oh and yeah, she they decided went to it wasn't working out. She broke up. He got mad and ended up uh, falling on top of a dead guy or something like that. No, he killed somebody. He killed somebody. Yes, right. Sorry, sorry. Who tried to defend her. She was trying to do... Exactly. She was trying to break up with him, and she did something, and he got aggressive with her in a public place. Right. This is just a summary. I'm assuming some random dude stepped in and was like, maybe you shouldn't push this girl around at this concert mm-hmm. and he, he i don't know knifed this guy i yeah, don't know he what he did him. but then she says how he got he was in it it was something like accidental it was proven to be accidental but we meet this we by this time we have seen this guy in action and we know that he's got a bit of a temper and can get a little i mean this is okay so I mean, he's, he's just grabbing, the girls he's grabbing her yes. and shaking her at the register at the end of the night she pushes like the robbery slash rape button Underneath, underneath the register yeah. and her friends trying to help her out which i think is really nice like i mm-hmm. do like the fact that these two girls seem to have a really great relationship as do kind of everybody at this store mm-hmm. but the buzzer goes to the main office mm-hmm. up in the attic yeah <laughs> up in the attic of the grocery store uh-huh. i don't even think it's the attic i think this is below the attic but uh so that's where we sort of meet two other characters um we find out later that they or co-owners of this grocery store. I didn't get that vibe from the start. No, the very beginning, they're just the two looks like managers going over the books. Right. I mean, the one guy's like a shirt and tie yeah. type dude. Yeah. So you know he's in charge somewhat. Yeah. He's the money guy. He's got the, the yep. what do you call it? The money the thing in front machine. of him. The adding machine, yeah. Then he continues to type on Even after, after he gets his dead, eye gouged out. <laughs> Those things are dangerously sharp. I'm I'm sure I yeah. kind of don't want one around for fear no, that this no. might happen to me. Yeah, because you could impale your eye. Right. But yeah, they, it's just the two girls at first with this crazy guy. What's his name again? The crazy Craig. boyfriend? Craig. He's, right. the, he's kind of the only character whose name they I know because they yell name. Craig a thousand yeah. times in this movie. <laughs> they say his whole name a couple of times. So I have oh, written down really? my notes Let's somewhere. just say Craig Ferguson. <laughs> we talked a lot about Late Night earlier, okay. so let's say Craig so we'll Ferguson. Just add that to yeah. it. But yeah, when the the guys, the buzzer goes off upstairs and the one guy's like, oh, that's the buzzer for the girls. Says, That'll be fine. Don't Let's just... Oh, yeah, the one guy's fine. got a got a mustache and is kind of like the cool owner. He's like, listen, kids, I'm with you guys. I yeah. don't want to sell this place. I love this grocery store. And the other guy's the stuffy owner of this. Right. And and the the cooler mustachio guy's like, you know what? I think I better check this out. So he looks out the little like peep slider mm-hmm. in the wall and he sees that there's something going on downstairs. Mm-hmm. So he decides mm-hmm. to go down and check it out. And then all of a sudden we have like an army of guys out of nowhere <laughs> that come out like every worker. Like this place was empty. The night shift was doing right. their thing on their own. And yeah. now there's some trouble and oh. this girl's getting shaken up by this dude. And dudes come out 
from all corners of this grocery store. All corners of this grocery <laughs> store. Guys are coming out to fight Craig. And, and if, like you if, said, three out of five of them look exactly alike. <laughs> but just, we basically just see plaid shirts come out from behind the aisle. Unite! And yeah. go after this guy. But if you're curious as to what Craig's been doing in the year that he's in jail, he's been working out learning to fight because he takes everyone on and oh, kicks yeah. everyone's ass in this mm-hmm. grocery store. Mm-hmm. He even gives her a bloody nose, right? That's when. Yeah. One gives- of the rabies, how this ends, which I love, is he punches. He and the mustachio guy trade punches as if they are boxing and nothing <laughs> is facing either of them. And then he kind of. Craig backs off because there's about five dudes in front of him. Right. And these the, the cashier girls are there, mm-hmm. too. And then one of the Ramies, the guy with the headphones, walks around the corner and goes, what's going on here? And he grabs him and throws him into a display <laughs> and then runs off. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because now the we have to with look the glasses, for yeah. him in the grocery store. Well, now the boyfriend's on the loose in the grocery store. <laughs> And they kind of aren't sure if they should care or not care. Like, they're kind of worried, but also the job has to get done. It's a real, like, call you call the cops, and I guess we'll split up like a Scooby-Doo gang and look for Craig in all corners of this grocery store. And it's a, like we mentioned earlier, it's a very big grocery store. Right. Vast. Yeah. And this is finally where we start to meet some of these plaid shirt wearing dudes and, and mm-hmm. everybody else that works there is while they're looking for this guy. Right. Because we, we just go looking with the them. surfer dude. Like, I guess his character trait is he just likes to eat cookies. Oh, yeah. We see him multiple times. Just eating cookies that he's taking off the shelves. But this is the first time we see that. We kind of see that the back of the grocery store, and we talked about this earlier for patrons, is very poorly lit and -hmm. consists of upwards of 25 different rooms. Yep. It's like a haunted house, basically. Yeah, there's a lot going on back there. Yeah, Yeah, and this is where we meet one Ramey is a meat guy, and the Mm -hmm. other guy is the produce guy. He's the guy in the glasses with the headphones who's always listening. And then you got the beer guy. Is he the one that goes in the bathroom to check and just flushes the toilet? He's like, oh, (laughs) man. Yeah. The beer guy. First of all, when they're all sitting around at one point, one of them is wearing a fedora like he's in Real Big Fish or something like that. (laughs) And he looks ridiculous, but I'm like, keep that hat on, dude. It's the only way I can tell any of you apart. But he loses the hat immediately. Yeah. And I think... He's the guy who he and the mustachio guy decide to check the grocery store attic. And literally he calls it an attic. And how would he even find it, the boyfriend? But they do. They go up to the attic. I did. I was like, there's no grocery. There's no attic in a grocery store. What the hell are they talking about? No, Um, no, I don't. Grocery stores have big, gigantic flat roofs on top. Well, maybe that's their attic. Maybe that's their store But it has a sort of like barn ladder it's just yeah. like a oh, yeah. wooden ladder uh-huh. to and get did up you to notice when they're up there there is like attic-y stuff there's like decorations and like that's where they keep the christmas decorations and i think a pile of halloween masks yeah too. yeah i mean it, they have to decorate the store it's a festive store i guess i now i guess i guess they do i would have liked for these owners to just cut to them in the office at one point being like well, who's going to take the Christmas decorations? Yeah, who Listen, gets those? I bought them, but I know you're a big fan of that little tree that we put out. So you you could take it if you want, but you're going to have to go in the attic and get it. Right. 
I, she, while they're all searching around, I thought this was funny. She calls 911 and she's put on hold for 911. After it rings a hundred times? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, they, I, I guess. Yeah. They put her on hold. This small town must be rife with crime. Lots of problems. Lots of problems. I don't know. Oh, Greg Peterson is his name. Greg Peterson is loose in the Greg store. Peter- I wrote. It's close to Ferguson. It is. It is. Because he's right behind her. Like, she's in, like, the, the cordoned off register area that's mm-hmm. behind, like, frosted glass. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where she's making her phone call. They are everywhere, all around this store looking for him. And we just see him, like, rise up from like behind peak. the glass. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of, like, walk in through the door and just manhandle her while she's uh-huh. on the phone with uh-huh. 911. He doesn't just manhandle her. This is where he tries kissing her. He hangs up the phone on her. There's a lot of gross stuff <clears throat> happening. Yeah. One of the grossest things is these billowy pleated khakis that they decide to put these girls in for this movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's a uniform, but it is not flattering. It's their grocery store uniform. And I have to say, I appreciated it because for um, even, well, in the f- sense that sure. this is a horror movie and there's two women and they didn't decide that they were going to dress them scantily or even really there. She does kind of take off her shirt when she's got her nosebleed, yes. but there's no, it's uh, you know, not like titillating for, no. for lack of a better word. Now, listen, I will take a trashy like sex scene in a horror movie, a teen slash movie. But I do appreciate it. Like, they're just at work. These, yeah. These poor kids who are all brutally murdered are just doing their jobs. Yeah. They're, well, even at the end when she hooks up and makes out a little bit with the one guy, it becomes a joke because now they're making out on the conveyor belt and they're yes. doing. And they don't take any liberties with that to show, like, you know, there's no yeah. killing happening once she's he's gotten a third base or anything. And uh, sometimes I appreciate that. So Exactly. So, yeah, yes, the khaki I, pants, yeah. though they be unflattering, I thought, good. Because we're letting the actresses' work speak, not their bodies. Exactly. But you yes. know what? You could put them in jeans. Just put them in yeah, jeans. Yeah, you like could that, put them in a little totally flattering pair Because of jeans, the other but... thing that ends up happening is the uh, butt area of those get pretty dirty early, and it's kind of weird. It's just running around a lot. Craig yes. is finally overwhelmed by the workers and thrown out of the store. Does he go away? No, he just stands there at the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And like just looks taunting in. them, not uh-huh. even taunting, because he doesn't say anything. He just stands there, mm-hmm. staring at the employees as they yell, like "Get out of here!" Like they're talking to Harry from Harry and the Henderson. <laughs> like nobody wants you here. Yeah. Get out of here. On. Yeah, but we know that Craig's not going to leave. Give up that easily. Come it, on. Right. Yes. Yeah. He has nothing else to do. He. Right. I think they say at one point he just got out of jail today. Yeah. Yeah. He's fresh, <laughs> and he wants Jennifer back. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now, what a perfect time after, oh, yeah. after, after all this assault, drama. <laughs> yeah. After assault at your grocery store, the manager and the mustachioed co manager call the night crew together and let them know the bad news that they are yeah. selling the store. It will be no longer. They will still be getting bonus checks and yep. they're happy to give recommendations to any new jobs that these guys might apply for. But, um, but yeah, there's no jobs after the first, and right. this is a bummer for this group. These there is kids not are one devastated. Yeah, there is not one of them that isn't like, oh right, oh well, or yeah, free summer, or now I don't have to work. Or nope, they all they're worried about their bills. They're worried well, about their. Um, there is the stoner guy who's like, 
all right, man, I guess I could just get unemployment now. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. right. He does think about that. But everybody else is really upset Mm -hmm. because they really, they kind of are digging this job. They like their job. Yeah, they like the job. They 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 don't want to lose their vacation time. They yep. don't want to lose their seniority. Yep. And they don't want to lose their paychecks. They don't want to lose their paychecks. Right. right. Exactly. Yes. But I do like how this is delivered because it's very sad. And the guy's like, listen, we appreciate all you do. Mm-hmm. You will definitely get a bonus check. And we'll write you a letter of recommendation for whatever you do. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can you clean up that mess before you guys like, Oh, yeah. Off yeah. But I, I need us to finish our cleanup. All over the yeah. place from the giant Craig fight that happened. Yeah. There was just a, a big fight out here. So now you, you still have to clean it up. He does also tell them. Um, oh, he explains how he splits the business with his brother 51 to 49 percent. <laughs> exactly. Right? So Hold it's on. just slightly uneven, which means he doesn't get to make the call about everything because of that slight are they you just said brother are they brothers i thought he said i think he said i split the store with my brother that's totally fine because i had no idea what the relationship was because i was like oh they're just partners and then later there's that picture oh when he takes the picture down yeah and he throws it away and i thought that was very cute because i was like oh either they're really partners or maybe they're lovers i don't know i don't know what their relationship is but yeah if he said brothers Okay, that makes more sense, I guess. But man, you really gotta hate your brother to do what he does to this I guy. Mean, whoa. Well, I mean, but mustache, he's like, he really plays it up like he's not a bad guy. He's like, I right. did not want to sell the store, mm-hmm. but my brother owns two more percent of the business than I do, and I am at my his hands mercy. are tied. Yeah, I guess in all decisions, I just have to go along with I have what to he defer. says. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And and this is when. This is when we get a lot of backstory with Craig because, like we said, these these well, two cashiers. Well, this is what he calls. Yeah, these two cashiers <laughs> Craig are calls very the store. Like they're hugging each other and yeah. everything. Like, well, because she's, she's really not okay. They're in front of the no, Pepsi display, okay. which I appreciate. And her friend is like, "Are you doing okay?" And she's like, "Uh, no. This crazy ex-boyfriend of mine is out of jail and now stalking me at the store and causes a huge fight." And she's also upset. Let's not forget because they just got the bummer news. And now I don't have a job, yeah. so I've got crazy Craig stalking me, and I don't have a job. And now crazy Craig calls the store. Yes. The phone rings and they answer. And it's Craig, and she's like, just leave me alone. And now that's when the friend is like, what is going on with this guy? I can't believe you even dated this creep. And yeah. she's like, yes, it was for two months. I can't believe this story hasn't come up before. Oh, how, what about, wait. Like, they've been oh, working yeah, together as for friends, I don't know like, how, how come- long. I can't believe at no point did she go, I was dating this guy. He murdered someone, and now he's in prison. And now like, he's in prison. This yeah, is how did all that- new She just wanted friend. to brush it away, I think. <laughs> what about, this is something, because it comes up a couple of times. In the store, there's a magazine display of Sting. (laughs) I was so wishing you would talk about this. There's a magazine cover, and Sting is on the cover, and he looks like a like a crazy um, like like a wild man, right? He's like his face is painted like a warrior. You said Sting, and if people think we are talking about Sting from the police, no, we're talking about the WWF wrestler Sting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who's on the cover of a magazine for some reason, and they keep showing it. I have no idea why. I can only assume Sting is like, here is a pile of money for your movie, but you need to show me at least four times. <laughs> Somehow. Well, there's this is when she's telling the story about how he was in how he was put in jail. And he's actually you could see him, like Craig, behind her at the store like door window. And 
because he's still just standing and she looks really fast and she sees the magazine and she's like oh, okay i just feel like it someone's watching me. a jump scare yeah. as though the magazine has jumped out scared her and she's like oh it's just a magazine it's, it's crazy yeah yeah and also like showing it once is one thing where i thought it was funny but like i said we they see do it, it again later on and it times. startles people each time they're like what is who's that I'm like, take that magazine down. Right. Turn it around. Yeah. It's this place is going under. Throw it away. No one cares. This is freaking people out. Um, but this is when. So the first phone call that comes in uh, is is Greg, and then the phone rings again, and this is when we get the camera angle view from the rotary phone oh up, which is yeah. interesting. And it is um, Linda is her friend's name. Linda's boyfriend. She calls and says, would you quit calling, like knock it yeah. off? And then it turns out it's her boyfriend and he just wants her to pick up some things yeah, um, it's just, on her way it's home. It's just Linda's awesome, supportive boyfriend who's yeah. there just right. wants her to come home every night. Right. Um, I like oh, it, too. We hear footsteps outside all the time. Like we, we go outside yes. of the store a lot. We don't see anything, but we can hear footsteps just, <laughs> just walking we just basically hear craig pacing around in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. like, that's pretty much it right and i think it's important to note jamie that while she was being assaulted um she called 911 she called right. the police basically they're still not there they're still not no. there no. when they show up and i'm like it's been at least two hours yeah. i found that really great it's been well but then when they show up it's pretty fun that they yes um yeah Oh, Jennifer so, and another very bond. I said, this, my next note is, oh, he leaves a note on a sign. Craig left her a love letter about how much he loves her. And then I say right again. Now, go oh, ahead. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, go. go. No, I was going to say, now we now we dip into the, the part of this movie that's just everybody getting back to work and just doing mm -hmm. their thing around the grocery store. Because mm -hmm. we really do. Like She's just working in the aisles, and that's where she sees the sign that says, big savings. I love you. Yeah. I love you <laughs> so much, really Jennifer. Great. Please take me back. Um Somehow he goes to the, uh, they go, I say Jennifer and another guy bond in the basement. This is when she goes to the, the guy who ends up making a move on her later. They're in the yes. basement now of the grocery the, store. Why? Do, wait. Or maybe oh, the this, back of the grocery store somewhere. I don't know. I thought this is where this the conveyor the back, belt is. But you're right. Cause there's a conveyor belt. So I'm not yeah, really sure where going that's down. going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't. They spend so much time almost trying to establish some sort of geography. I, I don't still don't know, know what where they room are. leads where. No. I just know that the front store. is the where the where the uh, cashiers are, and then I know the up. Right. Well, I yeah. also think and a lot I know of times, the, the cereal display and the lunch yeah. detergent display. I also think sometimes they're like, great, this is a wonderful dark room with a single light. Yeah, yeah. If I take cauliflower and I put it here, this is the produce. And then we'll just move that out and we'll put some meat hooks on here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like one location. And they just They're keep, just set yeah. dressing for everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is important. He's First, he says to her, he's like, hey, this is right after she's been assaulted by her prison boyfriend. Uh -huh. This guy's like, hey, um, I'm having a party at my house. Maybe you want to come? She's like, yeah, that sounds great. And then... He really sees his opening and he's like, how about this? But instead of a party, we just get together, you and me, Saturday. And she's like, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And these two are kind of like on top of the world. And it's it's broken up by the mustachio guy who says, I love this. He goes, hey, um, can you run and get a bunch of those 
cans of baked beans and pineapple. Oh. I want to set up a floor display. <laughs> because before this, before the store closes, you want to make sure you spell, you sell all the pineapple and baked beans. And he calls it the Fart Blossom Special. Yes. I thought that was very cute because I was like, what kind of an insane display is he setting up at this grocery store? The other cashier, what's her name? Not Linda. Jennifer. Linda. Linda. Mm-hmm. Linda and the surf cookie guy are having a conversation, which is shot like. Oh, yeah. This is that weird mirrors. angle between the bread and the cookie display. <laughs> yes. But it's like, yeah, it's like above it. And yeah. then it's like angled, too. So you see the line between the aisle, right? While they're yeah, talking to exactly. each other. Yeah. It's really crazy it's a looking. weird shot. Yeah. It's, it's re- and it's a and, weird conversation they right? have. The, the camera angle is so distracting. If you're not paying attention to the conversation, you're missing something possibly more insane than that. Because he's like, that Craig guy. Yeah, like my... He was fighting with me one day, and if my brother hadn't have hit him in the head like five or six times with a blender, I think he would have killed me. And she goes, what, a blender? And he's like, yeah. Hamilton, bitch. He (laughs) describes the make and model of this blender. It's very weird. It's very weird. But it lets us know that Craig is just a... He's slightly He's, unhinged, yeah. as if as if that wasn't already established. Well, now we know it's not just for ladies; it's for anyone. Yes, right? his yeah. rage will basically be focused on anyone. Yeah. So when people start dying, of course, we're supposed to think it's Craig. Yeah. And honestly, if in the end it was revealed it was Craig, I think it would be totally satisfying. I'd be yeah. like, all right, still great. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, it's a horror movie, so you got to reveal the dun, right. Dun, exactly. Who is it really? Yes. But but and this is sort of a lead up to that, right? Because this yeah. is now when we all have a group break and everyone break is time. in the break room. Oh my god, I yeah. love it! Like I've never, I've never had a job, like even a professional job. Like there would be lunch and stuff, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like all of us just got together and sat at a big giant table and told stories and like ate our goofy little snacks together. I've that's never what this encountered crew is doing. this. Yeah, that's it's what they're very doing. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, like my dad, like my dad worked maintenance. Like he was just mm-hmm. like a maintenance man his whole life, and he and the, all the other maintenance guys would like get together and have lunch like in a garage together uh, and just sit yeah. there and i'm like oh i never had to, like i no. really never had that and this made me kind of jealous well you well and the stories that are told like this the mustachio i like that you call it mustachio it reminds me i of don't know how else to like the i could call him the, the mustache? old guy with the, the mustache that's just too much okay just mustachio. Too much. Yeah. we'll call him mustachio because i clearly don't remember his name in the movie either it's but <laughs> he tells the story i don't know is a guy he grew up with the guy with the hamburger and a head in his hand well they're right? making fun of the police department oh, how the cops oh still i forgot there. that the cops w- had come i didn't even we didn't even talk about but the cops had come and they no, were kind of duds oh they no. haven't come yet they okay. still haven't come that's what they're talking about and they're like oh they're even worse than the fire department and that's oh, when mustache is like is. whoa dude I used to be part of the volunteer fire department, that's but right. I had to quit because of this incident. Uh-huh. And that's when he tells the story of a friend of his, a big yeah. fire that happened. It was, a, it was a car accident because uh-huh. he's like, sometimes we got called out on stuff that wasn't fires. Yeah. And this friend of mine who I think in the end 
we are to believe that this isn't a story about a friend of his. This is him yeah, doing this. Yeah, uh-huh. Somebody in the car accident was decapitated and they couldn't find the head. Mm-hmm. And his friend came back swinging the head, head in one hand and his hamburger in the other that he's still just eating. Yeah. And I guess everybody on the fire department barfed all over the place. Yeah, everybody lost their cookies. Yep. I love that, losing your cookies instead of... Everybody lost their cookies. Yes. Which I guess you would. You eat a hamburger while you're swinging around a head? I don't know. It Ooh. seems like a lot. Like It seems like if you're on the volunteer fire department and the alarm goes off, maybe don't take your sandwich with you. He was hungry. Still okay. gonna eat, right? Yeah, I guess you know. And I like it. He does it. He's got a, not a burger. He's got his own little sandwich that he kind of right. yeah. reenacts it with. But but soon after this story is told, this the is cops, broken up because the yeah, cops show up. The cops do show up. Yeah, and they are incompetent. They give out their cards, but it doesn't really matter. Um, and there's like two elderly police officers. Yeah, yeah. And they can't do much, and they they're they're. Her, they're uh, they're like yeah we looked him up Craig Craig Ferguson I'll call him yeah he uh, he's out on parole so yeah, they're like did you guys know this guy used to be in prison yeah and now he's out on parole I'm like we know all this we as the viewers knew this before right. you the cops figured this out cops we got more info than you and so basically they're they're of no help at all right exactly they're just like well if you see him again I guess call us the one big tall guy is like. Very creepily, just staring at the two cashier girls. Oh yeah, and the other guy's doing some comedy bits where he's like, "Well, you know, if anything comes up, here's my card." And he looks and goes, "No way, this isn't my card." Oh right, right. <laughs> and then he has to grab another one. So the cops have come and done nothing. <laughs> done absolutely nothing. But the break has been had, and now it's time. She got the call from her boyfriend, Linda. Oh, the other cashier's got to go home. Right, <laughs> it's time for her to wrap things up here. Linda, her friend Jennifer has been assaulted by an ex who is probably still out in the parking yeah, lot yeah. and has, I think, threatened violence against everyone in the store. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she heard a story about the time that he almost murdered the stoner dude. And she goes, oh, my God, my boyfriend's so great. He's yeah. so <laughs> wonderful and supportive. And he just he gets nervous sometimes if I'm not home in time. By the way, how's your life life going? Yeah. <laughs> it is so strange the fact that she just brings this up out of nowhere and then goes, "Oh, and your nose is bleeding. I'm gonna head out." Is that yeah. cool? <laughs> so Jennifer's got a nosebleed. Um, Linda goes outside and is kind of like unceremoniously murdered it, in a movie yeah. full of insane killings. Yeah, we don't even really see the stabbing. Mm-mm. We don't Mm-mm. even really see what happens to her till the end. But she is out of this movie yeah. now. Yeah, she's they can done. only afford an Estevez for a short period of time, and that's it. Linda's been murdered, as you said. Not really. We don't see a lot of blood and guts. But this is where we get so before when scary stuff might be happening. Right. We just heard footprints and we knew Greg or footsteps and Craig was a little bit aggressive exactly. physically. Yes. But now we start to focus on once she's killed, we get we start focusing we see more just like 
weapons or like this is when the guy now is chopping up the watermelon we just see the knife going up and down right. so we're uh-huh. like oh anybody i think it's to make you feel anybody can be the killer the next kill can happen at any time yeah, right exactly yeah this is when we really find out that a grocery store is a very dangerous place so to work dangerous. and so. if you are not careful you can really injure yourself yeah so her nose is is really gushing blood as we talked about before yeah. so bad she has to go into the bathroom change her shirt it's a whole thing mm-hmm. and the mustache guy, he goes outside. Mm-hmm. This is the part where he sees like there's a door at the end of the hall that's like mm-hmm. an emergency exit. It has one of those <clears throat> like red bars on it mm-hmm. that you can push. And this is where we see that he sees that the doorknob is twisting. And then the oh, camera yeah. He turns. looks at it. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks at all weird like a dog. Like when I yeah. talk to my dog and she turns her head like what's that's what, what he's yeah. doing. It's uh-huh. what the camera's doing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing the same thing. And so he decides to go outside and, I guess, investigate the weird doorknob turning mm-hmm. and is instantly, like, beat up by Craig and thrown in a pile of trash oh, bags. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he is, well, pretty much out of the movie, too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, he's, he's gone. Yeah. And I guess we're supposed to believe that when he came out, he left the door open, so then Craig... This is, is able got to in. get back mm-hmm. into the grocery store. Mm-hmm. All right. So. No, no, no. Craig Craig says later how he got in. Oh, no, no, no. Right, right. But we are to. Sorry. Oh, I'm at just this saying time. as, a, as yeah. an audience, we are to believe that this That's is. That's how he's. What happened. Now yeah. able to be back in. Yeah. So right before this, um, the big boss man upstairs, he basically makes a mustache sign away the business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there doing the bills. Yeah, that's what you do. The bills, the bills. He's got his adding machine (laughs) Mm -hmm. and his big, long, spiky, like, receipt thing. Yeah, yeah. Receipt holder. Yeah, receipt collector. Mm -hmm. And then he is, his head is forced down onto that receipt collector, and it goes right through his eye. It's kind of super gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, we see it go into his eye and up through his head before it happens though yeah this is when we get the camera angle through the the glass right doesn't we get the camera angle through his drink through his oh yeah Mm because yeah he's got i don't know some like a gin a jug of gin or something and it's a green bottle yeah because then when we first see him um he tries he's not just impaled he's choked first and he tries to make a call on the intercom to say that he's in danger Uh and he's pressing the button but he can't quite press it and plus there's just like feedback yeah so it's just the workers are like what is he doing yeah yeah i was like tim do you hear that yeah and he's trying to say help but he can't and then yeah then he gets his his Face impaled or his eye impaled right on that that receipt holder, sharp, very sharp yes. receipt holder. And his hand is still doing the <laughs> his adding hands machine. It's twitching. He's dripping with blood. On the adding machine. Yeah. So there's just still paper being run he through. He still this wants thing. to get the it's numbers in. Kind of fun. And I assumed uh too watching this, I'm like, I mean, I guess that would kill you, but I don't know. It just went through his eye and it was relatively thin. Well I that's why later, he's not later yeah. he's still around. Yeah. Which is great. So now we see produce Ramy, and he's just chopping produce with his big knife. Mm-hmm. He's just chopping, listening to tunes on his cool headphones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he gets chopped in the top of the head. Oof. And yep. it's 
I, I love the fact that it chopped through his headphones and they fall off either side. Like a, of like a watermelon. Awesome. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's super cool. And then we sort of see his body like get dragged away. Yeah. But the other guys and, and the young lady at the register, they're still just working. They're yeah. opening boxes. They don't even know. And shelves. at this point, no one's really found Greg, <sighs> but he hasn't shown up again. So no one's worried about him. They got work yep. to do. They got to close out the store. Right. Um, yeah, so there's the beer guy, the stoner, and Jennifer. Her, like she's scrubbing her thing with the her little area. Everything. Yeah, she's really getting it clean. Yeah, yeah. And focused. the one guy's in there, and he hears, "Oh, this is with the laundry detergent shenanigans," oh, which I assume is a regular thing with these yeah. two. Yeah, they keep falling off, and he's putting them back up, and then he mm-hmm. sees that it's the stoner guy doing it. Which, ha ha ha, that's funny. And this is where the stoner guy's like, hey, Dave, can you throw me a cutter, Dave? Oh, my cutter broke, man. So he throws him a cutter, which comes back later. Thanks, Dave. Which then we see this guy in the back, like a second later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really know job descriptions. I get produce and I get meat guy and I even kind of understand beer guy. Yeah, I don't really know what the stoner's in charge of, and I don't really know what the uh, hunky love interest is in charge of. I think they might be the floaters, the stalkers, okay. right? Somebody's got to stock the shelves. Now we go to hang out with the beer guy, mm-hmm. who's in the beer cooler. At one point, we see that him just like chugging beers, and he he crushes the can and puts it down with like eight other empty cans. I mean, it's been a stressful night. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, for this guy, this might be more of a regular thing. I don't know that this is out of the ordinary, the way this guy seems to approach his, his enthusiasm for being the beer guy. Yeah. Also, did you notice that the beer in this store all have the beer label from Repo Man? No, I didn't notice yeah, that, did it's, I? it's uh. the exact same like font and color and, oh, that's and great. everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So he's in the beer cooler. And somebody like keeps opening the door and then he walks out to see who it is and gets knifed right in the stomach. And there's blood sprayed all over that good beer. Yeah. And now he's been murdered. He's done. Uh Uh-huh. And now the surfer dude, like we said, he was just in the aisle and now he's in the back with like the box crusher. I guess somebody is like creeping around. Like it's this big... I don't know, box press, big industrial machine. Uh And he keeps walking around it as we see someone else just, you know, mirroring him all the way around. And he thinks it's the beer guy because he's like, uh, hey, Tim, anal itch got you down. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really, like, I don't understand what is happening here. Because at one point he goes, you're not going to get me with the wedgie today, Tim. Oh, yeah. Because didn't I had even... the forethought to not wear underwear. Yeah. And then he gets manhandled through the beer cooler because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. sees Tim, but it's just Tim's corpse. Right. And then he gets his head smushed Whew. by that press. Yeah, pressed. He gets his head pressed. What I don't understand is nobody <clears throat> still, and again, we know that it's not Greg, but still. Yeah. When when he thinks it's Tim walking around there, and even when Tim's not sure who's throwing the boxes of food at him, yeah, there is an aggressive guy on the loose in your store, yeah, that you still haven't found. You're not right. like, hey, is that you, Greg? Listen, like if you're coming for Jennifer, 
just she's up front. No, she's still cleaning. Right. The fact yeah. that he thinks it's his coworker who yeah. wants to give him a wedgie is yeah. a really weird response yeah. at this point in this movie. But, I understand we have not nobody has discovered a body yet or anything like that. Right. But I guess they assume they're like, well, we did throw him out and lock the front door. So, <laughs> so I guess he's yeah, gone. He's gone. And those cops are on it. So it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, those cops, they got it. They weren't easily murdered on their way back to right. the squad car. So they'll they'll figure it out. But yeah. Exactly. And his head is crushed. Like Ooh. it is, again, like amazing dummy work. Because yeah. his head like pops but gets like mushed in between. Like cut there's so much like weird nasal cavity trauma in here because i think it's like right below his nose yeah everything above that gets smushed Mm -hmm. and the rest is just his body yeah yeah and then his body is dragged away as well right because that's the other thing the killer at one point just starts staging things like Mm. the guy's severed head is in the beer cooler just like chopped in half but laid down on on display yes Almost like he knows how to put things on display at a grocery yeah. store. Yes, yes. Hint, hint. So the next to get it is the other Raimi. This is somewhat implausible because, Jamie, just let's try and work out the physics here. The meat man gets lifted up mm-hmm. from behind mm-hmm. from his shoulders. So imagine grabbing <laughs> someone's shoulders from the top and lifting their entire body up. And then he gets put on a hook, like up through his jaw, uh-huh. and he's just hung, hung there, there to bleed to death. Yes. While he's before he's get gets murdered, though, he's doing sort of meat inventory. Yeah. And looking at what's there, and he finds a prepackaged hand, <laughs> which kind of freaks him out. Later, we see that hand again. In this store is so extensive; they have a lobster tank here. Yeah. Because the people of the town like their lobster fresh. <laughs> and we see the hand in that lobster tank. I I have to tell you, I had a different read on this. Oh. I'd like to think that that hand mm-hmm. eventually made it back into the store. And those girls from Slumber Party Massacre 2, when they were on their way to whatever, the girl's dad's condo or something, yeah. they stopped at the grocery store, oh. got it, put it in a sandwich that then Crystal Bernard ate because <laughs> there was so much ketchup all over it, she didn't know it was a hand. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you loved that movie so I much. loved that movie. <laughs> Jamie, I'm making it, I almost don't want to say it that loud, um, I'm making it my mission to talk about that movie on every podcast that I guest on. Are you? <laughs> yes. I, I already it. have four podcasts I've done it with. And you said it just out of the blue? Well, I said it. I went on a podcast called The Incinerator Podcast. And basically, it's whatever the topic is. And you and somebody else um, go in and kind of do battle. There's 20 movies on the table. And you basically eliminate all of them until one is left. I went on one that was the topic was horror movie sequels. Oh. And I managed to eliminate... Every single one until Slumber Party Massacre 2 is now deemed the greatest horror sequel ever made. Is it? (laughs) Well played. It was super fun. Hey, listen, go to hell, Scream 2s and Halloween 2s and all that. Uh uh. Uh uh. Slumber Party Massacre 2. You got something better. Yeah, that's that's, it. That's what I'm going to do. That's my goal. 
All right. You got to have them. And that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, This hand that you referred to, Mm -hmm. it's dropped in a lobster tank at one point. Mm -hmm. And I think the gigantic digital watch on it is supposed to give me a clue as to whose hand it is. I have no idea. Do we know? Is it the guy then, the adding machine guy? But it's not like later when we see him again, he he's like swinging a stump around or anything. No, he just has his head, though. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just didn't know because I'm like, oh, it's a digital watch of the time. Like those. Yeah. Yeah. Big ones. That, like, I don't remember anybody else on it. mentioning it. So I neither could did see I. The, yeah. 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 All right. All right. Anyway. So now, I mean, honestly, if we're keeping track of who's still in this movie, we're kind of just down to the two teens who made a date for later on that yeah. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just the guy still working in the aisle stocking shelves. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer, who is kind of like scrubbing. I guess she's still scrubbing down. She's got to get that clean. She's got to get that area clean. You know what? Up. She probably told her friend to take off. And she's like, go see your boyfriend. I'll she wipe did. down yeah. your lane, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. So, I'll get it, too. You know, she's, yeah. she's there an extra long time. Yeah, because she's got to clean both areas. I see that. Yeah. So... We follow this guy who suddenly realizes, like, I don't know. He hasn't any seen anybody. Yeah, are. where is everybody else? Yeah, so he goes to look for them, right? It the takes sli- a long time. Like the slicing. Yeah, we follow him for a bit because he's picking up clues. He sees the the little meat slicing machine is still on. Yeah. He goes into the bathroom. He sees some feet, but they don't have a body. As it right. turns out, they're just yes. like from the ankle down. <laughs> yes. I've been chopped. And he thinks that's funny. He's like, oh, come on. Like he's he says, oh, pig's feet. Very funny. Like he doesn't realize there are humans feet inside the shoes. And yeah, again, I, yeah, I don't know what kind of pranksters these kids they're are. Wedgie loving. That that's really something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume this Tim character, we didn't get to know him. We know he enjoys a beer or ate at work. Yeah. But other than that, he must be such the jokester. Yeah. He likes to pull the pranks for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um but then he then he sees the blood dripping out of the fridge, the meat yes. fridge. Uh-huh. And um he goes up into the attic goes up to the attic like, yeah he's all over the place and this is again because he like, can't find I'm, anybody i'm getting no geography i don't know you walk through a door and i don't know where how you got from this room to Mm-mm. this room Mm-mm. um because now he finds his boss mm-hmm. who has <laughs> does he still Seen have better a thing time. in his eye or did he like pull it no out? i think he, he just looks grossly just looks and he's gross. just grabbing at him he's grabbing at him he's yes. on the ladder and he's like and it freaks him out. Um, exactly. But and then this guy the, oof. is oof, how he goes. <laughs> it's really great. he's on the meat saw, right? Which is pretty. You know, it could cut through some pretty uh, listen bones. It is, and, it's not called a bone saw for yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so and right through again, like I said, not vertically through half of the face, which I don't know why that would make more sense to me, but goes horizontal jamie i've seen plenty of movies we watched uh remember class of 1984 oh i think the shop teacher like got it like on a table saw yeah right vertically through his head Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've seen that in movies before yeah i have never seen this like through the cheek area like to the other cheek yeah his whole head gets cut in half it's it's really, really interesting. Yeah. And just watching this now, and I know people talk about this all the time, like 
if this were made today, it would be CG and blah, blah, blah. And also, I'm not one that's like, who cares? Like, computer effects sometimes look great. But mm-hmm. there's really something that's so visceral, like, about this. Yeah. You know it's, like, some rubbery, dummy head, yes, but it looks really good. It does. It does. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So yeah. he's dead, and now... We're like in the last 20 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. and we're just down to this single cashier who's left who kind of like wanders around the store looking for people. The detergent boxes fall down again. She steps on an eyeball at one point. Yeah, doesn't know what it is. <laughs> no. And just wipes her yep. foot on the ground. Yep. Meat then comes flying at her. The meat hook right. like it gets, gets sent at her in a big jog of meat and then... Oh, Randy. I wrote his name. The meat hey. guy must be Randy. Nice. Randy comes Randy out. Randy, Because I think we'll when he comes, him. she goes, Randy. Um, um, now Randy, she's freaking get out. get down there, you prankster. You Come on. silly goose. No, now she knows, right? And of right. course. Well, it's because now she just stumbles upon body after body. Right. Now like she, every room she walks into, there's one of her dead friends. Well, pieces of them. Because right. when she's hiding in the meat freezer because she freaks out, there's just the bottom half of her torso right behind her <laughs> on a ledge. Um, this guy didn't do a very great job of like disposing of the bodies. No, like they're we just said, everywhere. He's sort of just planting them to be found yep. in various interesting ways. Mm-hmm. And she knocks on the manager's door yep. and she sees all the blood there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, she falls down some chute. What's oh that like? I think it's like I think it's that conveyor belt. Yeah. Thing. And she just falls down that. And she finds the body of the stoner dead guy. Right. So everybody in the store, all of her coworkers are dead. She's yeah. aware of this. Now She's she has grabbed it all. sort of a meat hook. Mm-hmm. She's got it in her hand. And she's convinced, as you would be, that violent Craig yeah. may have had something to do with mm-hmm. this. And he kind of like, he's now in the store. And he kind of like jumps out and she Mm -hmm. meat hooks him right in the chest. Yeah. And he goes down and thankfully everything is good now. Mm -hmm. You know, she's defeated the bad guy. She could just call the cops again. Everything's wonderful. She's a little shooken up. She's a little shooken up. A little, yeah, Yeah. as as you would be. It's understandable. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you know who shows up? His uh, mustache guy. Yeah, he's back. Comforting yeah. her at first. Comforting and oddly calm. Like, mm-hmm. very calm. She's yeah. like, everyone's dead. And he's like, boy, the night I've had. Craig, yeah. he hit me with my hammer and threw me in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's like, how about you hold on right here? Just relax. You, you may be in hysterics. It's okay. I'm just going to walk over there and I'm going to call the cops. And she looks down at... Like the, her sides, like her waist, mm-hmm. where he was holding her, and she notices that blood. it's very bloody there, yes. <laughs> and his hands are covered in blood. Yes, and he notices that as well. Yes, and basically she's like, "Why did you do it?" And he goes, "Because my brother was going to sell the grocery store, yep. and I love this place." Yeah, and she goes, well, "Why'd you kill everybody else?" And he says, "I got carried away." <laughs> <laughs> So amazing. Just like he's like, he says, I couldn't let anyone find out. And I got carried away. Yeah. It's like, all right. I mean, I guess. But he killed the girl out in the parking lot first. And he He didn't kill his brother first. He's sawing people in half. Right. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is serious murder. But but this is when she spits on him and she, she calls him sick. Ooh, right? it's awesome when she spits on him uh-huh. and he like licks his face. And he tells, oh, he, like licks the spit off of his own face. It's disgusting. And he says, I'm crazy about this store. <laughs> Just crazy about it. It's awesome. And then she hits him with like a bottle of Sprite. It's like, yeah, but the bottle doesn't break. It's like a no, plastic you, bottle. You hear the most hilarious clunk of a yeah. plastic bottle uh-huh. hitting him in the head. And he just down. Mm-hmm. He just goes straight down to the ground. And now there is a, and I don't, I don't need to like, we can go through it beat by beat, but there is a lengthy chase and hide scene. Oh yeah. She hides in in behind the popcorn display. So that yeah. when he first starts slashing where he thinks she is, there's just popcorn just flying popcorn everywhere. Everywhere. Uh-huh. They fight. There's a huge fight in the cereal aisle. Yeah. And I couldn't take my eyes off down. these Frosted Flakes boxes because I'm like, when was Tony the Tiger invented? He's not on the He's boxes. not on the Frosted Flakes yet. She grabs a jar of wheat germ. And that's what she hits him over the head with. That is actual glass and breaks. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh-huh. It's a glass bottle. And now, can I feel bad for all of these teens that died, but can I tell you who I feel most bad for? <laughs> this crazy week? bread man? The poor bread man <laughs> who just showed up like, do 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 I'm just making my morning bread delivery. <laughs> and somehow this... Somehow the mustachio guy got outside to the front of the yeah. store and he stabs this. I love how she's like beating on the glass, like, help me, help me. And he's like, yeah. I don't know. I got bread. I just got the bread. Hands. I'm bringing the bread. Yeah. <laughs> he is stabbed. And then as he like falls down, he conks him on the head with like the handle yeah. of the knife. Just to give him that final yes. doink. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. Then he goes back in the store and he uses his brother's head as a puppet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He um, and he he eats the sandwich. He does what he said in the story. Exactly. He has the be- the. Oh yeah. Well, first he he gets her to come over because he uses the head as a puppet to say like, <laughs> "Help me, I'm over here." And she's like, "Oh my God, you're still alive!" And then he holds it's it. It's revealed in the funniest of ways because yeah. she's staring at the ground. And a decapitated head, and he lifts it up. He was standing back there the whole yeah. time. He's right there. Yeah. And then this his line that he tells her to is, you're playing hard to get rid of. Um, and then... It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Her ex-boyfriend now comes... Yeah, or Craig's the, back. Craig's back, right? Yeah. Um, Craig, he, Craig quick, comes back. He's got a hook in his body. Yeah. There are corpses everywhere. And Craig and her stay in the aisle while he's like, the craziest thing happened. You wouldn't believe it. I had to actually like get in this place. There's a little, you know, I saw him. Oh, P.S. I saw him kill your friend in the parking lot. So then yeah. I decided I was going to go in. And I saw the bathroom window was open. I'm like, what? Get out of here. Why yeah, are you just so, standing yeah. there but he talking explains about it all, what yeah. happened? Mm-hmm. And they do. They run. They Well, the two of them start to fight. Mm-hmm. Craig and this mustache dude oh, that's starts right. fighting, and this is when she escapes to the parking lot and finds her friend dead in her jeep. Uh, yes, this is where I don't like. I don't know if it's physics. Maybe it's physics. Don't make sense. She's standing by this jeep, <laughs> and his hands come out from under the jeep. Oh yeah, <laughs> and pull her right from out. under. Pulls her. 
all the way under from one side of the Jeep it doesn't all make the sense. way under to the other where he's just standing there. I'm like, is he like Stretch Armstrong with his arms? They can just the go strength, under the, Jeep. the strength of this mustachio guy. Like you said, the one guy he lifts up from his shoulders. <laughs> The other guy, he's he. The other guy, his business partner brother, is bigger than he is, but he can choke him out from oh, behind. Still, yeah. he pulls he pulls people by the legs, and they don't struggle much. Like they don't even try. He's just no. he's very powerful. We saw Craig punch out a bunch of twenty something yeah. dudes, and he cannot take this older no. man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, the way he pulls her out from under the car. Um, but then she's got a knife that was used to kill her friend oh. that she took on the way. It's awesome when he pulls her out from under the Jeep and she stabs him with the knife. And his response is, where'd you get that knife? <laughs> and I was like, she pulled that out of her dead friend's body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she decides now she's like, oh, great. Now everybody's dead. So she goes into a phone booth. Mm-hmm. Located just outside the store. To call the police, which yeah. she does. She gets mm-hmm. through to the cops. Mm-hmm. and But he's not really dead. He like crashes through the phone booth with a meat cleaver. Mm-hmm. And he's going after her. The phone booth tips over. And <gasps> Craig's back. He's oh not dead. God. No. And now Craig's got the meat cleaver and starts hacking this dude up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's kind of a fun, like, through the fingers into the hand meat oh, cleaver yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, so he chops this dude up. It's just the two of them. And then a couple of younger cops show up. And these guys are mm-hmm. aggressive. Very aggressive. Angry. These guys should, they, they <clears throat> you know. Yeah. One of them is Bruce Campbell, yep. of course. And... I mean, these two are soaked in blood, and they did show up, and the one guy had a giant meat cleaver in his hand. True, true. So right now, they feel like they've got the suspects. And then the guy in the phone booth, the mustachio, kind of says, like, his last words are like, they did it. Like, they killed everybody. His dying words of, they did it, are really awesome. Mm -hmm. And then he laughs, like, ha, ha, I got you guys. And I just love how Bruce Campbell comes out of the store, and he's like, there's a lot of bodies in that place, man. Yeah, it is a bloodbath in there. (laughs) And we know, we saw. I expected him to be like, it reminds me of the time I went to my girlfriend's cabin, and we read from this haunted book, (laughs) and then all this weird shit happened. It's even grosser than that. (laughs) And that's it. I mean, basically, then... um, doesn't she stand up and scream and the camera like zooms into her mouth yes. and then roll credits? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. now they're going to be arrested. They're not hearing any of it. They're like, it wasn't us. It was him. We yes. wasn't. They were like, all right, all right, we're bringing. And I don't know what kind of case they got because of Craig's record there. Yeah. And, and you know? I, I really feel like, first of all, Craig, you can't save Craig. He's yeah. done. Yeah. But the thing she's got to do is just blame it on Craig. Yeah. You know, the cops were already out there. Right. Everyone's dead. Just be like, yes, he went crazy and killed everyone. Right. Thank God you guys showed up when you right. did. He had that meat cleaver. Yeah. Who knows what was I think happen. she'll be fine. I, I have a feeling she'll be okay. Okay. Let's hope. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that's it. That's the end of Intruder. Yeah. 1989. Yeah, goofy name because yeah. who is doing the intruding? Maybe Craig is intruding the grocery store, but he's more like a stalker, bad boy. I don't know what's a better title. 
Um, You're really hung up on the name. Of I this. am. And you keep saying it like robots. Intruder. Like, do you think Chopping Mall should have been called Intruder? Yeah. Would have <laughs> been better. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I, first of all, I couldn't remember the name. I kept saying, I don't remember the name. And after I watched it, I was like, well, no wonder because it doesn't make sense. But I have name. to say, yeah. these horror movies this month always surprises me. I yeah. enjoyed it. I had a great time with this movie. I'm glad. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't really sure how you would feel. Yeah, I liked As it. As I was watching it, like I I dug it. Like yeah. all the all the things yeah, I said. Yeah, I wouldn't I, say like like it blew my mind the no, most amazing no, no, thing no. I've seen or so no. funny I was rolling out, but I enjoyed it. Like Yeah. I, I think, did. I think it did things I really like in horror movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, the silly camera angles and tricks were just like the icing on top of, yes. of this thing that was just already fun. Yeah. The um, goofy characters, the kids, the are nonsense, fun. Lo- like yeah, it was just fun. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. I. I mean, we agree. This yeah. Is, this great. is great. A must awesome. watch for everyone. Yeah. A good. Uh, a good uh, yeah. horror holiday pick. Holiday being the Halloween holiday. The Halloween yeah. holiday. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, do you have a, a recommendation? It was tough because I. I I honestly didn't give it as much time to, to research a good recommendation because sure. I feel like I could have found like a good um, grocery store based uh, movie. There's got to be one where like the right. Can do you have one? Is that I don't know. Because grocery that's, store based movie. Yeah. How could there not be? Isn't I know there a I comedy recently? Isn't there what? Isn't I thought there was a comedy out recently where they were all. They all worked at grocery, grocery store, store workers and that was kind of the. The thing. I have no idea. Well, if I, my first recommendation would be because yeah. the only thing I came up with, and it's not that great, but it was the first grocery store thing. So, um, <laughs> I was on a plane recently, and you know, you get to watch TV now on a plane. It's pretty sure. great. We've come so far in our uh, <laughs> entertainment a, technology what an age on a plane, we live in. right? So I was watching. I think it's on the. I don't even know what channel it's on, but it was on the Sky channels, and. <laughs> okay. uh, it that, was on Delta Plus. I think. So that Guy Ferrari, that cook guy, he's got a oh, the, show. Yeah, okay. That where they it's called Guy's Grocery Games and where he gets these <laughs> chefs to go to okay. a grocery store and they have to find items like you have to make the you know, like a, a fancy lunch for twenty dollars and you only have so much time to buy all the like it's very like lots of First of, steps. of all, great Guy Fieri impression. <laughs> hey, what you gonna do? Here's twenty bucks. Go on, get some. Come on, you're going to make some fancy lunch for me. And he's whatever you want. Anyway, that was the only group. And I enjoyed it. I don't know that I would watch it when I'm not on a plane. But it was it was fun. It yeah. passed the time. These guys do some fun cooking stuff. But I think I think this I think your recommendation points to the fact that you do not watch any horror movies outside of the months where I make you. Because yes. instead of going, what scary movie have I seen? You're like, what grocery store related <laughs> bit of entertainment have I recently taken in? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, All right. But you must have something. I will. I'm going to uh, recommend a horror movie. And um, we have a lot of listeners that reach out and um, say that they are not going to watch the horror movies because, you know, they don't like horror movies. I totally okay. get that. I've had people reach out and they're like, I won't even listen to your horror episodes. No offense. And I'm like, are you afraid you're going to be scared by we what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> but but um, I'm going to recommend a horror comedy. So if people don't oh, okay. think that, you know, if you're not really into horror movies uh, and I'm going to recommend something pretty recent from 2021, 
a movie called Werewolves Within. Oh, that does um, sound like a funny one. Yeah, it's it's about a, a park ranger who's transferred to a very small, very snowy town. Okay. And a uh, winter storm moves in and sort of traps a bunch of residents together. Oh. And they are killed one by one by a werewolf maybe oh or maybe one of them is killing people and making it look like it's a werewolf there's also a thing where like a guy like he wants to buy people out of their homes so he can build a oil pipeline through here and then there's environmentalists who are saying no so maybe they're the ones Mm. trying to drive it's it's like a fun like horror comedy like almost whodunit also okay um, and it stars the woman from the AT&T commercials. <laughs> the AT&T commercials? Uh, I don't know what her name is. In the, it, you, you would know her if you okay. saw her. Okay. But she's like she's on all the AT&T commercials. It's not but Flo. She's from Allstate or something. It's not Flo. Right? She's from, I think, Progressive. Progressive, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Allstate has anyone. They don't have a gecko. No, it's, they the, have nothing. it's the I voice, know. I thought. Allstate. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Allstate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the voice. <laughs> I would love it. I wish I knew that guy's name because I would just love to say his name, also known as The The Voice. Voice. All right. So let's keep on trucking through Scary Town. Let's do it. And uh, next time we're going to... Jamie, what if I told you there was a horror movie from 1986 that starred Sonny Bono and (laughs) Julia (laughs) Louis-Dreyfus? I want in. Oh, also Atreyu from Never Ending Story. As a character named Harry Potter. Really? <laughs> really? Yes. What is this movie? It is a movie called Troll. Oh. And it's basically about, I think, a troll who terrorizes people in an apartment complex. Okay. All right. So, okay. Yes. I think it's going to be another one that is very goofy. Um, I think it's more of like a pg maybe pg-13 okay, i don't think there's okay. any sort of grossness or anything like that in this um i remember seeing it a very long time ago and oh you did see it. it was very very goofy okay okay so, well it should be a fun one so that's it we will uh we'll talk about that in two weeks time thank you again all listeners thank yes. you again patrons and patrons you know what i talked to our patrons at the very beginning uh about our bonus episode at the end of the month i didn't say what it was it's gonna be teen witch the oft-requested movie. A lot of people have said, when are you going to do Teen Witch? It's super dumb and campy and fun. And I figured, let's put that out there for the show supporters. Let's do it. Let's do it for them. Yes. They, need, so we will they deserve it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you all again in two weeks' time. Until then, everybody have a great two weeks. Have at it. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> Go do some grocery shopping. <laughs> I don't Get a bunch of baked beans and pineapples. Get your fart display on.
I'm just crazy about this store. Do you hear planes flying over? Oh, yeah, what's happening? Sounds like a World War II bunker. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a biplane. <laughs>